Your life can be full of inspiration and magic, and you don't need glass slippers to get there. Welcome to the podcast for real life heroines with author, speaker, and coach, Susanna Liller. Join us as we work with key elements of personal development to assist you in hearing the calls that life has for you. Be inspired, be empowered, and be encouraged. Let's start today's episode with your host, Susanna Liller. Hi, everyone. I'd like to welcome you to the podcast for Real Life Heroines, where I get to interview real life heroines and heroes about how they answered a call to do something bigger or more meaningful with their lives, which evolved them into their more authentic selves, doing and being more and more what's in sync with who they really are. That's the heroines and heroes journey, answering a call, leaving your comfort zone and going on an adventure to transform yourself and the world. Now, let's keep talking about the framework of the journey, the pattern of the journey, what the steps or milestones are. These episodes from me without a guest are to give you an understanding of this ancient journey archetype that's been in our stories for thousands of years. The episodes with a real life heroine or hero guest are interviews that share their story of how they responded to a call and how it changed their life. I want you to see that this is possible for you too, and that you've most likely already done it. You've gone on a heroine's or hero's journey and that's monumental, for it doesn't only uplift you and your life, but society feels the ripple effect of your growth. If you want more of a visual of the framework, go and see the heroine's journey map that you can get on my website, susannaliller.com. I wonder where you think you are right now on that map. I'm pretty sure I'm on the road of adventure as here I am putting myself out here in cyberspace so I can connect with you and I'm happy to do it. In episode one, I told you about the overall framework, the high level, I detailed the milestones and I explained why I have a vested interest in proving to you that you are a heroine. The world needs all the heroines it can get now more than ever. In episode two, we met Margot Walsh and learned about her journey to establish main works and help newly released prisoners establish themselves in society again and have a job. In episode three, I talked more about ordinary life or more commonly called your comfort zone where you start out before you hear a call. And then I explained what the call is and how it may come to you and where it comes from. In episode four, I got to interview Pega Kadkodian about how she was called to go on her heroine's journey after her life fell apart and how she fought it. She refused her call until finally she found Theta Healing and got comfortable with working with spirit and accepted that she is a bonafide spiritual mentor. 
In episode five, we got to the point in your heroine's journey when you've heard your call and you're ready to respond. You've committed to following through on whatever it is that your nudge, intuition, or call to action is asking of you. What happens next? Well, you cross the threshold and enter a new situation, a new adventure. You go into the unknown. And what do you encounter on that road of adventure? In episode six, you met Colleen Garrick, a real life heroine who has been on an amazing, truly amazing life adventure. She is the poster child of the heroine mindset, a woman who has made calamity into opportunity. In episode seven, we talked about the kind of help you get on the road of adventure, mentors, and also the kind of not helpful stuff that goes on, what and who we call your threshold guardians who do, your, who do their best inside your head and even the people around you to discourage you and dissuade you from what you want to do. In episode eight, you met Rain Thomas. Rain talks about always reinventing herself and always being in what she calls survivor mode since childhood. Rain is a pro at making lemons into lemonade. And here we are now in episode nine, the second to last episode of this first season of this podcast. And you'll meet one more real life heroine in episode 10, the amazing heroine, Catherine Ann Wilson. But now I want to finish up my explanation of the heroine's journey with you up through this part of being on the road of adventure. We'll learn more about it, what you meet on the road in season two. So where are we now on the map? And just to clarify again, these milestones aren't always sequential. It's just helpful to lay them out that way to you. And let's keep in mind, we enter onto the journey many times in our life. Every time we leave our comfort zone, responding to a call and go on an adventure into the unknown, it's how we evolve. It's really more of a spiral going up and up and up as we grow than a round circle. So what we're gonna talk about is your ruby slippers, following your bliss, belly of the whale. So let's get to it. So my heroines, you're on the journey. You've left your ordinary life for whatever reason, the internal or external call. You've crossed the threshold. You've dealt with the threshold guardians, met the mentor, maybe many mentors, and appreciated their encouragement. You know that you are not alone, even though you can often feel like you're alone um, on the journey. And now as you're in your adventure, meeting whatever comes along, you may come to a crossroads. There are many on the journey, as well as many dead ends and wrong turns. 
Sometimes we refer to the ups and downs of the journey as the belly of the whale. You might know that old story, Jonah and the whale, how he was swallowed by a whale. He was getting a call and he was refusing it. And as they say, he was sent a whale to swallow him up so he would, he would answer his call. So these are those times, the belly of the whale times during the journey when we feel like we've been swallowed up into the unknown and into the unpredictable. It can be times when it feels like the rug is pulled out right from under our feet, that we're turned upside down. It can even appear that we have died to what we were before. But these are necessary times in our development. Through our passage in the belly, we are transformed and reborn. We can't keep seeing ourselves the way we were before. The belly represents that dark place where things, food, are processed, digested, in order for them to be transformed into energy for the body. You, your life needs to be digested and transformed. The belly of the whale, another name for it, Joseph Campbell called it the womb of the world. So it's a place where you can go to be reborn into the next iteration of your greatness. We have to enter this place of disruption, the ups and downs and challenges in order to be born anew. The belly of the whale. Now, a bit about navigating while on the road of adventure. There are several possibilities for where you could go. Many options how to choose, how to know what's the best way forward. All right, let's stop here for a moment. Take off your knapsack and sit down on a nearby rock. Let's talk about this. You're at a decision point and you're wondering, now what? I've done this, I've accepted my call, I'm out here, what's the next step? Well, one way you could proceed is by following your bliss. Joseph Campbell talked a lot about this. He was interviewed by Bill Moyers for the PBS documentary, The Power of Myth. And he offered this, this following your bliss idea as one way to find your way on the road of life. He said, the way to find out about your happiness is to keep your mind on those moments when you really are happy. Not excited, not just thrilled, but deeply happy. This requires a little bit of self-analysis. What is it that makes you happy? Stay with it, no matter what people tell you. This is what I call following your bliss, said Campbell. And then he went on to say, if you do follow your bliss, you find yourself, you put yourself on a kind of track that has been there all the while. 
waiting for you. And the life that you ought to be living, you find is the one you are living. Wherever you are, if you are following your bliss, you are enjoying that refreshment, that life within you all the time. When you can see that, you begin to meet people who are in the field of your bliss and they open doors for you. I say, says Campbell, follow your bliss and don't be afraid and doors will open where you didn't even know they were going to be. I happen to agree with Campbell. I also have something else that I offer to people. I tell them that there is something within them, a part of themselves that knows where to go next. I tell them that deep within you, and now I'm telling you, deep within you, you have a knowing, an inner compass that knows exactly which road is best for you. Likely it's been covered over with shoulds and shouldn'ts and others' expectations and a general lack of faith and trust in yourself. So that part of you might be saying, if she doesn't ever consult me or listen to me, then why give her my suggestions? Maybe you call this your intuition or your right brain knowing or inner wisdom whatever you call it, it's there and it can help you. And rest assured, it won't suggest a route that is a should or a route that others think is best for you. It will be a route that makes your heart sing. It'll be the route that's just right for you and what you need in your life and your growth and development. It may send you on a non-linear track, but it is cleared, very clear on the desired outcome for you. There are many ways to connect with and consult with this inner knowing. I use the device of a circle and have written about it in my book, Circle Power. In the book, I explain that the heroine has an inner power source available to her at all times. And it's represented by a circle. It's her connection to what I call something greater. It might be the universe for you or your higher consciousness or God. This connection, it's a gift we each possess. Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz, her ruby slippers were a symbol of this spiritual power. By the way, did you know that in the original book by L. Frank Baum, the shoes were silver? It was the movie that made them ruby slippers. At any rate, acknowledging and opening to this gift, this divine gift within you can give you a great deal of assistance and guidance on your journey. There's magic available to you, like the shoes Dorothy always had on her feet 
which eventually got her to where she needed to go back home. So use it. It will work with you like a partner. And of course, we tend to block the flow of this gift, consciously and unconsciously. So it helps us to understand, well, how do we block it and with what? So learn to pay attention to how you're thinking. Observe your thoughts. Are they what you want to put into your sacred circle, your connection with the divine? You can choose your thoughts. Choose what you want to go in there. Any meditative process helps you gain awareness of those thoughts. Another thing, clearing the clutter inside and out makes a difference. So what, what do you really need? And all that other stuff that you don't, maybe it's time to clear it out. Disengaging from negativity, the negativity that might be around you also helps to clear your circle. Address each piece of baggage that blocks your circle. Do I want this? Is it helping me? You can even write to it. Refuse to give it any more energy. Often it will simply let go of you if you don't feed it. It's important, really important that we avail ourselves of our divine connection to help us, which in turn helps others. Some ways to do this, practicing gratitude, learn tools that help you focus your intentions. And in my book, I explain, and in my course, I explain how to use this circle metaphor to focus on what you want and seek out others who are working on letting their light shine. So I'm wondering what's in your circle and what you fill your consciousness with. Be aware of what you're putting in there. There's a fabulous quote by Martha, Martha Graham, the dancer. And it's really all about the same thing. She says, quote, there is a vitality, a life force, an energy, a quickening that is translated through you into action. And because there is only one of you in all of time, this expression is unique. And if you block it, it will never exist through any other medium and be lost. The world will not have it. It is not your business to determine how good it is, nor how it compares with other expressions. It is your business to keep it yours clearly and directly to keep the channel, your channel, open. That's the circle. Your job is to keep it open. This, I believe, is what being in the present moment is all about, being clear and open to the flow. Well, we've come to the end of this episode. Thank you for joining me. Please stay tuned for our next season, which will start next year. But we have one more that I get to interview a real life heroine, as I've said, Catherine Ann Wilson. So stay tuned for that one. 
the next episode with a real life heroine. And remember, you are a heroine. Thank you for listening to the podcast for real life heroines with Susanna Liller. We're so glad you've joined us and would love to connect with you outside of the show. To find more about Susanna and how she can assist you in your heroine story, go to SusannaLiller.com forward slash blog or find us on social media and YouTube by searching Susanna Liller. You can also email us directly at Susanna at SusannaLiller.com. We'd love to hear from you. To be encouraged and inspired outside of the show and blog, check out You Are Heroine, a retelling of the hero's journey written by your host and coach, Susanna, available on Amazon. Until the next time, be well, heroine.